The Cafe Chronicles, Episode 4, The Hash Brown Ring Walk. There is a phenomenal display of smoking going on in the Alfresco area. The borough's coat of arms, consisting of two gold stars and the second and third quarters of the shield, indicating the addition of the districts of Clapham and Streatham, really should be replaced by faded denim-clad figures smoking. I'm telling you, the last cigarettes on this planet will be smoked here in SW8. I drop my sweetener into what is my first coffee of the day, but it fails to disappear into a latte that has again been delivered with an oversized head. In addition to several significant price rises over the last year that are starting to bring its magnificent coffees into line with the overpriced rubbish served by the cafe chains now sadly well established in Vauxhall and Stockwell, the cafe is starting to do one or two things now that suggest it's trying to capture the money coming into SW8. A couple of years ago, I had to have a quiet word with a young waiter whose uncertain double-handed tall glass delivery style pointed towards his time here being brief, and it was, when he brought me a latte with an oversized head to which he'd gone to the trouble of adding a four-leaf clover pattern. I'm not one for gimmicks. The other big change I've noticed is they now offer an all-day breakfast. I'm really not sure about the all-day breakfast. I like the idea of having to make an effort to get in by a certain time if you want the cooked breakfast. It heightens the anticipation, and I'm all about the anticipation. I honestly think I would prefer the disappointment of arriving too late for the English breakfast as opposed to knowing I can have it any time of day I want. Bringing in the all-day breakfast reminds me of when the Champions League started expanding and allowed first the league runners-up into the competition before increasing the number of entrants to the top three or four from each leading European country. In my eyes, it diminished the competition. I suspect the all-day breakfast was introduced to stem the number of disagreements waiters were getting into with regulars such as not Mick Fleetwood, the very tall for his generation 60-something regular with long, thinning hair that only adds to his already striking resemblance to the Fleetwood Mac drama. Not Mick lives just a minute away and under the old breakfast regime had a tendency to roll in just after midday and still demand the English breakfast. I've long suspected this was deliberate or not mixed part. I think he's one of those guys who thrives on confrontation, and when staff encumbered by the stereotypical short Iberian temper are met with such awkwardness, disagreements are always likely to break out. A bust-up with not Mick is a rite of passage for the cafe staff. Senor Volatile, the old-school inked-up waiter, has had the worst of the clashes over the years and won't even acknowledge not Mick. Volatile nurses a grievance like the Count of Monte Cristo and you really don't want to get on the wrong side of him. The last year has also seen the introduction into the cooked breakfast of the hash brown. Now I like hash brown, but bringing it into an already packed breakfast lineup is, I think, just overcomplicating things. It makes the English breakfast now seem like the second series of a critically acclaimed TV drama that exploded onto the scene the previous year and now as it returns laden with Emmys and with an increased budget and greater advertising revenues it's added a big name to its cast and it kind of loses what made it special in the first place. I'd rather have seen the cafe put the extra expenditure into improving the texture of rubbery sausages that always leave me on the brink of pulling a rare for me facial. Rather curiously, the hash brown is delivered on a separate plate as opposed to with the breakfast it's now supposed to be a part of, and the manner of its delivery means many of the longer-serving waiters are forgetting to bring the hash brown, causing consternation among customers. 
It's not uncommon to find that by the time the hash brown finally makes its spectacular ring walk, the rest of your breakfast has gone cold. I'd like to have sat in on the meeting that greenlit this strange presentation. If I was part of an English breakfast, say the sausage or the beans, and finding myself crammed onto an already overcrowded plate, I'd be glancing at the hash brown standalone entrance and wondering why the fanfare. Its aloof presence would only create discord within the original breakfast cast. Phil Collins delivers not Mick Fleetwood his English breakfast and sprinkles pepper over his food with an oversized darkwood table service mill. Enjoy, says Phil, probably not meaning it, as she makes a quick escape from the cafe's most difficult customer. Uh, hello, excuse me, not Mick calls out after her. The hash brown, where's the hash brown? Let's do this again tomorrow. The Cafe Chronicles was written and presented by Daniel Ruiz Tizon. For more of Daniel's work, please visit danielruiztizon.com and you can follow him on Twitter at 1607 Westeg.